there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hi, I'm Wendy Zuckerman, and you're listening to Science Versus from Gimlet. We're back with an update on the new coronavirus. Because, well... Things have escalated. In the last few weeks, new cases of the virus have been going up and up. As of right now, there are more than 95,000 cases and over 3,000 dead. And the virus has spread fast outside of China, with more than 70 countries now affected. And we're starting to feel it here in the US. Just this week, the World Health Organization put out an estimate of how deadly this virus is, with headlines saying that it's killing 3.4% of the people who get it worldwide. So just how worried should you be? To start, we called up, well, why don't you introduce yourself? Sure. So uh, my name is Cecile Vibou. I'm an infectious disease epidemiologist. Cecile works for the National Institutes of Health, and as an epidemiologist, she's tracked a lot of scary diseases. Just a few years ago, the Zika outbreak, the few years before that, the Ebola outbreak in West Africa, 17 years ago, the SARS outbreak. It's a testament to my age, but yes, <laughs> I was present for all of those. The first thing we want to talk about is the fatality rate of this coronavirus. The World Health Organization just said that worldwide, it's 3.4% which would be a lot worse than, say, the seasonal flu. But the thing is, the fatality rate of this coronavirus, so far, it's really different for different countries, which Cecile says is a clue to how this might go. You have to realise that most of those differences are driven by differences in surveillance. So some countries capture only the very, very severe cases and primarily deaths, for instance, Iran, while other countries uh, test a lot more for COVID and so they find a larger spectrum of cases and so their estimate of case fatality rate is lower. Right, so if you're just testing the people who are severely ill and have a higher chance of dying, then the fatality rate is obviously going to be higher than if you're testing anyone who perhaps has mild symptoms. Exactly. And that's what people are still struggling with now to try to get a good handle on exactly what the uh, severity of this bug is. It is it is conceivable that there is a large iceberg of very mild patients that we haven't really <laughs> seen yet and been able to test. And when, and when we do, and if we do, then the case fatality rate could decrease a lot. So, for example, in China, where the virus has been infecting people for months and surveillance has ramped up, so they're catching people with milder illnesses, studies are coming out estimating the fatality rate is lower than 3%. Yeah, so estimates are still a little unclear, but we think it's around 0.7 to maybe up to 2%. 0.7 to 2%. And this suggests that these initial figures from the World Health Organization, they may keep going down as we get better data, as there's more testing, and as we start capturing more and more cases, especially mild ones. For now, Cecile told us that this 3.4%, it's an incredibly rough estimate. OK, so next question. Who is most at risk of dying if they get coronavirus? 
While adults of all ages have died, this is especially risky for older people, those in their 70s and 80s, as well as people who are already sick with things like heart disease and diabetes. And something else rather odd is cropping up in the data. More and more studies are also surprisingly uh, suggesting that being a male is also a risk factor for severe disease, and that's not entirely clear why. So it's a 50-50 gender breakdown for the risk of being a case. It's just uh, the fatality risk that's higher in male. Uh, So that's still being investigated. What new research is telling us, though, is that for most people, if they get infected, this virus won't be too dangerous. Last week, China's government published a big report that looked at more than 40,000 confirmed cases of coronavirus, and they found that 80% of them were what they called mild. A mild case would be, um, so you're coughing, you're sneezing, maybe you have fever. Some people in that mild category also had pneumonia that cleared up without too much trouble. So 80% with mild-ish cases. The rest, though they ended up being quite sick, and 5% were in critical condition. So those are some of the best numbers we have right now. But research is starting to suggest that these figures could change quite a bit. It's also possible that there are people who will get this coronavirus and never have any symptoms at all. So, for example, a curious case report was recently published. A healthy 20-year-old woman living in Wuhan travelled to a different city in China to meet some family. A few days later, five of her family members were sick. They were infected with coronavirus. She tested positive. She had the virus. But a month later, she still hadn't shown any symptoms. It's early days. That's just one woman. We are waiting for more studies on this. And amidst all these unknowns, though, one thing we do know is that people can spread this virus early on in their infection. Producer Rose Rimler and I talked to Cecile about it. I guess if I was, like, rating the scariness of a virus, the idea that it could spread and infect more people early on before people really realise they're sick would make a virus more scary to me. How do you feel about it? Yes, that's right. It's a virus that's more difficult to control. Yeah, and it feels like it's spread to other countries fairly quickly. Is it inevitable that more and more countries are going to see widespread infections? Yes, I think more and more countries will see infections. More and more countries. And while Cecile doesn't sound particularly stressed, others are raising the alarm bells. Because things look pretty different now than what they did a few weeks ago. In January, the US had just a handful of cases in people who had visited China. In fact, there was only one case of a person giving the virus to someone else in the US. But now, scientists are seeing people infected that seem to have no connection to China or countries with other big outbreaks. And that suggests that people are walking around in the US infected with this virus and spreading it around. This is exactly what experts were worried would happen. And now, it looks like it's here. Several people in the US have already died. And that raises a huge question of how bad is this going to get and how far is this going to spread? There are reports that 40 to 70% of adults could be infected before this is over. But how much can we trust those figures? 
To find out, you've got to listen to our full episode on the coronavirus. Head to Science Versus, that's Science VS, and then click on the episode Coronavirus Fears and Facts. I'm Wendy Zuckerman. Back to you next time.